This podcast is brought to you by Keep Pulling, a USA weightlifting club and community development training site located in Tampa, Florida. Find all things Olympic weightlifting, including coaching, training programs, community events, and much more. And Lifting Life, your go-to photography provider for every major USA weightlifting meet in the nation. They are also based in Florida and provide platform lifting sequences and videos, VIP photo packages, and so much more that is available to every single lifter. Capture the moment at Lifting Life. And now it's time for the show. attempt at a live stream on the youtube and the discord and the internet yes it is we're seven multicasting here yeah for sure so welcome to the live kp podcast you can catch us also on itunes and spotify later but today we're talking about being postponed yep everything's postponed we almost postponed this podcast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we almost had to usually, because we were gonna do it today at my house uh but there was a tampa lockdown right tampa safer at home order last night yeah for sure so yeah they the mayor and of tampa and hillsborough county issued a stay at home what do they call it safer at home safer protocol at it's not home. necessarily yeah they're not calling it a quarantine but no one's allowed to leave except for essentials like uh hospital visits grocery stores, things like that. Yeah, we know what so. it's really called. Right, right, right. <laughs> Stay at so, home. <laughs> well, I, I keep saying we're going to make this quarantine quarantines of fun. So here oh. we are and in our in our individual homes, practicing social distancing. We are more than probably 30 miles apart. Screw six feet. Yeah. I mean, it's a good 30-minute drive to your place. Yeah. On the highway. Uh, but yeah, as far as uh, topics for episode seven, uh, like we said, we are calling this... We are calling this postponed, and we're going to talk about the COVID nineteen crisis that is that is coming across the globe, yeah, sweeping the nation. Yes, and the globe, but yeah, yeah what's 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 new? I mean, there's a lot of stuff new. We usually start with oh, what's going on with keep pulling with lifting life. Do uh, you want to talk about anything other than the, well, the obvious? We had the Arnold. Uh, I think we put our we recorded before that last and. Um, man, what a what a night that was on Tuesday night before we were going to depart. That's when it really started hitting us, uh, as far as the crisis mm-hmm. goes. And uh, what else? As far as new stuff goes, I mean, we just haven't really gotten to do anything. Like yeah. go to, go to meets. Uh, everything's canceled, postponed. Mm-hmm. I've I, all my right. other stuff's canceled too. Like uh, handball that I was going to stream. Um, we almost had to cancel this show I was doing, but. We went ahead with it and just stayed apart, <laughs> stayed right. stayed uh, distant from each other and isolated in a separate environment. Um, that was a lot of fun, though. I got to use a lot of new equipment, and I've been expanding my 
my gear range to include live production such as this. Right. Like I said, this is our first trial run here, one of many, I'm sure. <clears throat> It'll be better when we're in the uh, same place, too. <laughs> it's just a right, little because right, right. I know you got about a second or so lag just to hear me, and I have about a second to hear you. So, so our our, our back and forth might not be as uh, snappy as before. Right, but we're still doing it. We're still bringing you guys content and talking about all things weightlifting. And like you mentioned, the Arnold already, but uh, that sounds like a good enough starting point. <laughs> yeah. So we can we can kick it off there. I mean, that was really where where all of this uh, break started to happen, and it, everything was up in the air, including the Arnold itself. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you wanna you wanna kick it? I mean, you're the you're the lead on as, as what we're talking about here is we we traveled for. The Arnold Fitness Festival, aka American Open Series one, one, one. Sorry, yeah, which is a part of the Arnold, and we traveled for Lifting Life to shoot photos and videos for for all of you guys. Yes, so uh, first the prep for that, it involved at the Arnold. There's the main expo, and this is in a giant uh, space, like an expo, like a trade show, and that's where all the the magic happens. That's where everybody is. That's where all 80,000 plus spectators are expected to be is on the trade floor. They have the rogue strength stage. They have all the strongman stuff in there. They got the, uh, the main stage where they have the main strongman events and other high profile, like powerlifting. We were going to have weightlifting there too. It was going to be the rogue invitational is like top 10 men and women in two separate sessions on two different days. Um, so I was all prepped to cover that and the other strength stage, in addition to the four platforms that were going to be in AO1. Uh, <laughs> I was bringing so many cameras and so many systems, and that alone was pretty stressful, just trying to figure all that out and how we're going to cover VIPs, uh, the personal photography. I didn't want – we only had you, myself, and Dave Polis, a.k.a. Cameras and Kilos, who he was going to do our VIP photography, and you and I were going to cover the four platforms. Um, mm -hmm. and trying to get those VIPs scheduled. What I did was a new system. It was a, you have to apply for your position, for your slot. I didn't want any VIPs before, during, and after any extraneous events like the strength stage where I would be covering that because then we would only be down to two people on the main floor and we couldn't do VIPs. So I had everybody fill out a Google form. They'd apply with their... Uh, session number and I already had a list of session numbers that weren't going to be available but we got about 10 applicants which was great and it all worked out and in fact it even worked even better because of the cancellations that happened and I mean just thinking of the size and scale of the Arnold alone is extremely stressful when you think about having to cover it so when they said no spectators I was like oh cool <laughs> it's going to be nice and quiet like Daytona where they're you know 30 feet above us behind us and not yelling in our ear. And then it started to turn into the Arnold is canceled, which was kind of just a, a throwaway term or throw out their term. Yeah. Because it wasn't actually canceled. It was just the, the expo and the main event in the trade show. All the athlete events were allowed to continue. And then the rule was no spectators. And that went back and forth for like two days. Because initially it was the Ohio State government that, that said it's canceled with no coordination with the Arnold um, managers, people that run the show. Mm -hmm. 
they got back involved. They said, well, this isn't an official government order, so spectators can come on in. It's not canceled. We're bringing in spectators. Then the next day, the Ohio State government put out an actual executive order saying, no, <laughs> stop. You cannot have spectators, no visitors, nothing outside of the registered athletes and coaches. Yeah, which thinking thinking that or hearing that it was going to be canceled is a huge bummer to me because that was my first time at yeah. Arnold. <laughs> and I had always wanted to go. Like uh, I talked to my, my wife about it because she had been a couple of times um, and just how, how much of a good time and like how much there is to do and see there. And I was, I was getting kind of bummed out. <laughs> yeah. It's a total freak show sometimes too. It's like, who, where are these people come from? <laughs> It's really yeah. neat to see like all the different aspects of the fitness community. Um, yeah, because I think uh, they were talking about it expects anywhere from two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand people yeah. that come from around the world to Hold Columbus, on. Ohio. Yeah, for sure. And I think when it was said and done, just athletes and coaches and essential staff. I would guess probably like, what do you think? Like ten thousand, maybe, mm. maybe less. Not at the same time. Right. I mean, just the, throughout the. Yeah, throughout all the sports over the, I think they had multiple locations. Uh, I'm not sure, but um, it definitely was not 250,000 people. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no, you could go to the bathroom, no problem. <laughs> yeah. That's the other downside of having 200,000 plus people is you got to go to the bathroom. It might take you half an hour. Yeah. Or if you want to try to walk through that main hallway, it might take you half yeah, an hour. To just to even get to the other events. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. But we were still able to have a show. Um, the main stage and the strength stage were canceled. They didn't build those. Although everything in that showroom floor was just shut down and not not continued to be built. So everything took place in the ballroom where the four platforms were. They moved all the international sessions into there too. And it, it made my life a lot easier. What about you? Yeah, which which speaking speaking of the of the vendors, I, I think half the reason people come to this thing is to get free samples yeah. and, and buy stuff and buy apparel and buy gear and, and all that kind of thing. But every, okay. So we got there. When, when did we get there? Wednesday. We got there Wednesday uh, morning. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it started the actual Arnold started on Friday. Our event started on Thursday, but Wednesday we walked into the expo hall where all of the vendors were supposed to be and everyone was shipping crates out. Um, there was, there was nothing happening there. It was a ghost it town. Just, yeah, I mean everything was being packed on pallets, getting put in the back of trucks, and there were literally, uh, I mean, I can I can think of maybe five vendors that were there. Jeez. You know, there were we, children we crying, probably somewhere yeah, in Ohio, so I, not at the Arnold, but <laughs> right, I was crying. I wanted free stuff. <laughs> what cracked me up the most uh, was Will when he posted that picture of the expo. He said, "Day zero of zero. <laughs> day. Oh, jeez, <laughs> that was funny. Uh, but from what what I heard, at least from from Arnold's Instagram, is that they're postponing or they're going to reschedule it later mm -hmm. in the year. I guess to have the the expo again and the vendors back. But you know, still, that's man. I can't imagine you know shipping staff and all that stuff yeah. over halfway across the world and then having to go. I mean, it was government order. There's nothing that they could do. So and then it's kind of a breach of trust almost with the vendors. And maybe I I don't know the details of how all the money stuff goes down, but we did take a picture of that one sign that was posted on the on the goods. It said, "We're only going to refund you five percent of your entry fee or your, <laughs> of your vendor fee, and you're responsible for paying for to get all the stuff out of here, or forfeit it, yeah. or, or find somewhere for it to go." 
Oh my god. Yeah. Because they're and the title sponsor. Yeah. Yeah, and the title sponsor had their stuff everywhere, like yeah. every column, every escalator. <laughs> I mean, that stuff was everywhere. At uh, but last year, they were out there. <laughs> bang Energy was the title sponsor, and you couldn't go anywhere without getting a bang. <laughs> this year, Rain Energy drinks with a sponsor. I didn't see a single can anywhere. <laughs> no, not anywhere. Nope. And they were at the they were at the TV the Tampa Bay Fitness Expo this past fall, uh, which is one of our events, and they were directly across from yeah. So they've grown, event, so. and they had like yeah, they have like they had like this throne of of rains yeah. sodas or whatever they're the cans or whatever that just it looked like the the Game of Thrones throne. <laughs> I believe the Mountain was one of their uh, sponsored athletes at the time. I think oh, it still that makes is. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. but. It was wild. Yeah, I mean, that was my first experience of the Arnold. Um, it was, you know, I guess normal for a lifting life day or weekend, I should say. Um, but, I mean, this one was, it was nonstop for, for four days. Well, it was almost 1,200 lifters registered. And I think, I mean, not a lot of people dropped out. It might have been taken yeah. down to 1,100. Mm-hmm. So it's still like one of the bigger meets we've ever covered, probably the third biggest. Daytona being yeah, second, sure. Vegas being first. But yeah, not, still that doesn't make it Vegas. any less important, <clears throat> right? Right. No, it was a, there was a lot going on and, and a lot of good lifting too. But you know, it was uh, started like I said, we started Thursday, shot Thursday, Friday. Wait, did it start Thursday? Yes, it did. Thursday morning. Yes, uh, okay. Thursday was okay. an early day. That was the first yeah. day of seven sessions. Okay, and then we had six sessions on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yes, and I think five on Sunday. Really. Okay. Yeah. I had my schedule around here somewhere. I think I threw it away, but I, what was there? 40 something sessions. It was a lot. 48 man. maybe. I think yeah. you covered 39 or 40. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it was definitely the long, the long days, but it's a, it's, it's fun to be front and center and watch all yeah. that stuff. We got to firsthand. see some really cool sessions that we haven't seen the likes of since the Olympic trials in 2016. Namely, mm-hmm. uh, it was the women's IWF top ten, the Rogue Invitational. That was outstanding. Yeah, that was cool. Which, which that was what you were saying it was supposed to be a separate stage on the right. Rogue Strength stage, but uh, that was since that whole hall was basically disassembled. If you even yeah, looked at the door, it. security was like, "Can't cut, you can't look here. Keep moving." And we're like, "No, Ooh, no, no, we're okay. media. We're media. <laughs> you gotta go all the way to the end and come around." That's, that was me yeah, trying that's to go what to it, the, that's uh, what we got. the strong man stuff. All yeah, the way to the, the last the door. door. Like, can I go through this door? <laughs> All the way around. All right, fine. Uh, my cred around here somewhere on my shelves, but yeah. Yeah, it's around here somewhere. But yeah, no, that was the first time we got yeah. credentials. Yay. Yeah. Which was different than the normal process. <laughs> mm. So. Yeah, I, I don't know if that meat really was a typical lifting life meet because uh, what we did extra to augment the meet for USA weightlifting was above and beyond anything I've ever done. Oh, anywhere. very true. Yeah. That included uh, supporting the entire land network for all the USA weightlifting computers, all the scorekeeping computers, the live streaming setup. Uh, all that went through my little router, which is sitting three feet away from me right now. <laughs> so we were supplying internet and connectivity to the entire meet. Um, our, my little cameras that we do the videos with, those were running video directly to the TVs in the back. Um, 
I did a lot of sound augmentation, I guess you could say, for audio. They were having audio issues, so I'd fix that. And then the scorekeeper, too. The score s system on the live stream, um, we reconfigured all that. And for the first time ever, we were able to live stream the scoreboard in sync with the actual live stream so people could see the scoreboard and the live stream separately. Right. Yeah. Which I think that's how we kind of discovered the, the, what is it? Latency, the right word of, yeah. of discord here. Like zero. Where, yeah. The delay was literally less than half a second. <laughs> yeah. We were testing it and we just, we just couldn't figure out. I mean, it was uh, discord, I guess is originally uh, created for like game streaming. So if you ever played online gaming, you know, that delay is, is lag is your enemy. <laughs> lag is bad, but it's a good yeah, excuse. For sure. Yeah, but it's basically like a like a like a live forum type type setup where you have the the ability to live stream, the ability to chat uh, audibly, and the uh, ability to type chat also. So it's pretty cool. But I, yeah, we were we were testing all that out through Discord, and it worked really really well. What was really neat about the Discord was since we were both at separate terminals with separate computers, that's how we talked back and forth. Yeah was just chatting on Discord, and, even, and it was really fun. <laughs> I was having a good yeah, time. Yeah, and even even Dave, too, because there's a mobile app. So yeah. Dave, when he was running around doing his VIPs, would, would chime in every now and then, or like, hey, I'm going to get food. What do you guys want? Exactly. Uh, we're going to keep doing that. That was a lot of fun. And the other thing that I'd never done before, which admittedly took way too long for me to figure out how to set up, but uh, I opened up sharing on the folders that the photos go to because the photos come into the computer. They go to a folder. And we had two computers, so I shared that photo, made sure it was visible on both computers, and then I could access both photos, both folders at the same time from any computer, which was great. And so could USA Weightlifting. <laughs> yeah, they could too. Or the and video. Also the access, they, well, I didn't show them how to do the folders yet, but that's going to come where they're able to get to those two and pull any photos they want nice. at any time. And the videos are able to get to live as it happens. As soon as you're done hitting record, they can go in and pull that video and post it to Instagram or whatever social media platform they choose. Yep. Which they did many times. And yeah. it was it was to the moment. It's extreme connectivity. <laughs> we, right. We're because all we, over it. Because we captured the moment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nice. well, yeah, I forgot about the behind-the-scenes stuff that that you had going on, and that, that yeah, day that was, the that setup took cool. a, a lot longer than I expected it to. Because I mean, we went and got stuff. First of all, we walked to FedEx, which is a I don't know four blocks, five blocks away. We stopped to eat, but then the box that these rental cameras came in was pretty substantial. There was two boxes, by the way. <laughs> uh, we couldn't carry them back like I did last year, because last year was three platforms. I was able to barely make it back carrying the box on my shoulder. I mean, it weighed 30 pounds, but I mean, Dang. it was cold. But then this year, what do we do? We put it on the scooters. Yeah, the little Lime scooters that you can rent from your phone. They're little electric, little zip scooters. But yeah, we piled them up. I have a video on my phone still. That was fun. But, uh, <laughs> we had 10 miles Yeah, we hour. piled it up. <laughs> yeah, instead of getting an Uber, which would have cost probably like 10 bucks, we got yeah. a $2 scooter for however much it cost. <laughs> <laughs> we just wheeled it right along. Oh, that was great. Yeah, that was really funny. I think the funniest part was I th whoever, what girl we were talking to, I think it was at the airport. You said, so what are you, a weightlifter, bodybuilder, blah, blah, blah. Is it a baggage check? Oh, yeah. Baggage claim? And you, the way she said bodybuilder was so bodybuilder. Right. <laughs> the, the starving 
just cranky bodybuilder. <laughs> yeah, she was. I was just trying to be social. Like everywhere I go, I try to like just I toss icebreakers out there and start conversations <laughs> with random people. And it was like I saw she was like fumbling through her suitcase and there's like shaker bottles and stuff. And I was like, Oh, are you here for the Arnold? She's like, Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Oh, cool. Us too. Uh what sport? Uh powerlifting? And she's like, bodybuilding. I'm like, oh, get you some carbs, girl. <laughs> I think we were interrupting her protein shake pour too. I think so. Yeah. Bodybuilding. Like, okay, if well, I can, please thank you. I have two minutes to drink this. Yeah. Maybe we'll see you around. We actually crossed her in the street with the scooter. Yeah, that's what I was about going <laughs> on the way back with the scooter. I'm running and she's looking yeah. at us like, these guys again? <laughs> These idiots. <laughs> hey, bodybuilding, the grouchy one. That's so funny. But yeah, like I said, that the Arnold is really where stuff started hitting the fan, <laughs> where stuff started going south with yeah. this with this whole pandemic thing. Coaches were uh, freaking out because they didn't know if they could. Mm -hmm. Coaches weren't registering as coaches. Okay, that is a problem. Hello? Yeah, and you know, I... I <laughs> there's two sides to that coin. One, I, f I feel, I feel for them a little bit because it's happened to me before by accident. You know, it's uh, where I kind of, I missed the deadline by one day where I saw it in my email. I was like, Oh crap, I forgot to register, but we're still able to pay the registration fee and get in as a spectator. This time they were not allowing spectators, but, but guys, it's coaches have had to register for like two or three years now. Like this is nothing new. <laughs> like we can't, if, yeah, we can't just rely on, uh, Hey, I've been around for a while and I'll just make my way into the back because yeah, they know I've been me. coaching a while no. kind of thing. Yeah. Well, not that I'm saying that that's what happened. I'm sure there was, a, there was other cases where people genuinely forgot, like I did it. <laughs> Where's that <laughs> Overland park in Kansas the other, uh, last year. Um, but yeah, I mean like, it's just a little simple preparation, you know, like, uh, we'll talk about preparation for uh, how this is, you know, striking small business and stuff like that and what people can do. But I mean, preparation, what is it? Preparing, prepare to fail, fail to prepare, or fail to you're prepare. preparing to fail. Yeah. yeah. Way, vice versa. Fail yeah. to prepare. You're preparing but, to fail. Yeah. Something like that. But it's just it uses a little those bit of foresight and yeah. And, and just follow yeah exactly and just following procedure because if something were to happen like this then you're you're safe like you're able to get in you're able to do your job and you follow procedure and there's documentation because at a national crisis like this that's what people refer to as documentation yep. like every, all the athletes had to fill out a a survey that says have you traveled to these countries are you exhibiting any of these symptoms do you feel like you're sick uh sign here and this is the truth to the best of my knowledge we will allow you to participate in this event yeah everybody otherwise yeah even even you and i and dave and will did it and we weren't even we weren't even competing but we were in the building right. <laughs> you know so uh they took me to a back room and did some kind of cavity check was that part of the COVID? Oh God, no, no, nope. okay. I, I did not. I <laughs> not knew it for me. <laughs> was that TSA or? <laughs> it was everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't sit. I couldn't sit right. That's why I was happy to have those big comfy chairs. I'm kidding. Oh, it didn't man. happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, hands down, some of the best chairs we've ever had to be spending. You know, twelve to fourteen hours a day sitting down. Big wide yes. cushion, nice cushion. It wasn't the kind of back where it digs in your kidneys and causes rib dis displacements. Right, or, or a bulging disc. <laughs> yeah. 
These are great. And then we set up like big yeah. ottomans because we put the chairs in a circle. <laughs> set like oh, a, for sure. Yeah. I had at one point I, well, couch. at first I had two, two side by one side by side with another one. I was sitting in the middle of the crack, um, which is super comfortable. But then I had three and I was kind of spreading. I was like sitting Indian style. And then I was yeah. like, oh, let me get two more. So then I had this U shape <laughs> with five chairs where I was sitting Indian style in the middle. And I think, uh, I forget who walked up to me, but they were like, hey, you, you comfortable over here? I was like, yep. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> I like for, when you're wearing a coat. For like eight hours a day. Like <laughs> if you're wearing a coat, a lot of over heavy clothes and someone says, are you cold? It's like, obviously not. I got two coats on and a hat. Right. <laughs> oh, speaking of cold, did it not get freezing in that place? It was. Yeah. I think yeah, the that's, first that's day probably like, the, oh, I was shaking. Naturally. I like it. I like it a little colder. It was um, because I, I just like sweat very easily, but yeah, that was, I had to wear a jacket because it was, it was very cold. As far as the Arnold goes, Technically, I didn't have any issues. We were able to do yeah, battery I changes. Mean, nothing failed. Um, I'm, I've had last year at the Arnold, I had a camera failure, flat out camera oh. failure. And this was uh, about 15 minutes before Arnold was set to walk in. Talk about stressful. Was it a platform camera or your personal yeah, one? Platform. That's when I was oh, using dang. the 1DXs and renting them. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were sending ones out. They only, this is, I'm talking about lensrentals.com. They're great. They are great. And I will not use anybody else. But, um, what happened was I kept renting the camera, the one DXs and they only had, I don't know, four or five maybe. So I kept renting the same cameras over and over and I'm putting 80,000 plus clicks on each camera, every event. So Dang. after a year of doing that, I'm starting to rent these cameras back with over 400,000 clicks on them. And these shutters wear out near the 450 to half million mark. So I'm wearing their cameras out, not realizing it. And finally, one of them crapped out. The shutter froze. Um, and I'm, people are starting to crowd the area. This is when spectators were allowed, if you remember back then. <laughs> this place was packed all the time, loud. I didn't have video at the time to look at on the screens to like see when people are lifting we had to actually just look oh, yeah. at the platform and it was very difficult i'm monitoring two at once and my assistant was doing the third across the way but she wasn't really with it so i had to also watch hers in addition to mine too and remind her to hit the button for four straight days so anyways on top of all that it's getting crowded it's getting loud my camera goes out i beg viviana to come over and uh work my button or just sit, help out for a little bit so I can run and fix this camera. Turns out the shutter's broke. I grab my spare. It was a 5D Mark III. Get that set up as fast as I can. It's normally pretty much ready to go. But I got it on the tripod. I got the lens on. Got it connected. And I'm in such a hurry. Here comes Arnold. Now Arnold's in. We're doing Arnold <laughs> stuff. People, the place is going nuts. Um, and right after that, I was supposed to go to the main expo hall to cover the strength stage sessions, which was going to take about five to six hours. Um, yeah. And I'll, I, I'm going somewhere with this. I'm just not there yet. <laughs> so in order to fill my position, we hired another local assistant and I trained her up real fast on how to do the buttons. And it was really just like, talk to Viv if something goes wrong. I gave him just really basic instructions. Hold the button down. You can't miss if you hold the button down. Uh, everything's ready to go for you. So I go back 
do the strength stage stuff, all handheld, come back six hours later, relieve that person. And I start looking at photos. I'm like, why are there so many missing? Like there'd be like the first photo or two and then nothing. And then like maybe an overhead shot. I'm like what the hell happened? It was just on that one camera only. So yeah. I go, I look at the camera and I did not have it on high speed continuous shutter mode. Oh no. It was on single shot. So when yeah. I told them to just hold the button down and you wouldn't miss, that's what they were doing. It was only that, taking one was photo <laughs> for like six hours. Oh, oh man. Oof. You talk about like just utterly destroyed. I was just head in my hands out of it. I was not it was like one of the worst things ever. Wow. Yeah. Arnold's one of our meets, like sales wise with all those people. Yeah, for sure. Everybody wants their pictures. The Arnold's a cool meet in general. It's like a local meets local meet and national meet mixed together. Yeah, because I do you know how long that meet has been going on? Three years. As AO one. But the actual Arnold yeah, right, right. thing through the Ohio weightlifting committee or whatever is going on 12 plus years, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's been, been going for a long time. Yeah. It's, it's cool to see, <laughs> to see that. I guess that was my first big, uh, my first biggest meet, uh, with lifting life. Uh, what was, uh, let's see. Daytona was what? Like a thousand maybe. Oh, uh, that was, it was, uh, it was like 1100. Okay. Five platforms. Yeah, so similar, but yeah, but I didn't shoot the whole time. This one, I specifically just went to shoot with you and, uh, yeah, did it all weekend. Yeah. Different perspective. And this was technically six platforms. It was going to be, but it yeah cut down to four big schedule changes. They were talking about building sure. a fifth platform in there. And I'm like, how is this possible? Oh, you, well, that's you, don't, what, uh, you don't have the that... resources to do a fifth platform in this room or the space. Right. So I think that was just well, that's like what they're talking about Vegas. Six, yeah, if they're still about six. six, six platforms for Vegas. So that's a that's a gigantic one. That's a I think that was the first time they impl- they rolled out the the AO series, right? But the first one ever was in Vegas. I couldn't tell you. That was before my time. I think the first one was in St. Okay. Louis. Oh, that was a regional thing. I know it's one. Yeah, it was one of the first because I remember the. Uh, we survived t-shirts or whatever. Yeah, that was AO3 in Vegas, that big one. That was just the largest meet in the world, in the history of the world. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, speaking of the world, uh, (laughs) we're we're tied up. Yeah, we're tied up on the Arnold. I think, uh, you know, we talk about the obvious uh, COVID-19 world crisis and how it's affecting everybody. I mean, we're all... Yeah, from this from this podcast being separated <laughs> all the way up to, you know, government implications and, and all kinds of shutdowns and stuff. So uh, we got a couple couple of points here on, you know, how the global pandemic is affecting every everything. Yeah, everything like down to the smallest detail too. even just shaking somebody's yeah. hand. Forget about it. Don't do it. And I, that's been yeah. really hard to get used to. I've had to, it took me a few days to just simply look at everything I do without thinking about it and mm-hmm. make it part of my, the forefront of my thought, like, did I just touch that? Or did I just do, brush this? And, Cause I'm, this is at work where I'm expected to help mitigate stuff like this. And <clears throat> right. It just took me a long time to realize every little thing I did. Like, yeah, for that, sure. That could be the one thing I noticed is, 
Yeah, the one thing I notice is how often I like touch my face. Yes, especially the face know. touching. Yeah, and because that's one of the things they say. They always say, always wash your hands or use hand sanitizer. Yeah, don't or, touch or, your face. What is it? Wash your hands for 20 seconds. Yeah, and be careful touching your face uh, just because like bacteria or whatever viruses can get through your pores, your yeah. eyes, you pick your nose, you know, anything like that. Keep your nails trimmed. It'll live under your nails. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, here's what yeah, I've been doing. A- since I, I cannot stop touching my face. I was like, okay, I'm going to start washing my face more. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, if I take I mean, hand same. sanitizer, I'll glob it on and do like the home alone. <laughs> Rub oh, it all over my face ah. too. <laughs> so I'll do that. And if I'm, if I'm doing like one of those long hand washings, I'll wash my face too, just to, just to be sure. Cause I touch my face like, like yeah. it's nobody's business. Yeah, for sure. I, I've started taking my Fitbit off and washing all the way up to my elbow. Yeah. Get on but yeah, I wash my, my, washing my face too. Um, but yeah, this, I mean, this whole thing is, has created a bunch of, I guess, protocols, um, a lot of executive orders from local government, from state government, from the government, mm-hmm. the federal here and the man you know, and we're, we're we obviously only see it here in the united states and we're in, located in florida um but i i am sure everywhere around the world is is facing similar issues yeah but there's only I mean, one two of the first places. things american samoa has zero cases and i think antarctica <laughs> so oh wow <laughs> well see you in antarctica <laughs> um but yeah when, when we returned from the arnold then that's when stuff started happening where they're saying you know limit gatherings to 10 or less people uh, and then businesses started kind of closing on their own because there was like this recommendation of, of self-quarantining is what people are calling it and kind of removing yourself via social distancing which is yeah you know especially just if you're not, not being around people right for sure um and people started working from home and then companies started implementing remote work work policies and stuff like that which a lot of our members at at uh keep pulling our like some kind of it or um it support or something like that that already right for sure and they're still working and Mm -hmm. you know and a a lot of people still are like liz is a teacher she's teaching virtually she teaches sixth seventh grade uh science so we're after we're done with this podcast i'm going to help her film her her like bill nye the science guy type show for her kids too yeah, she's she's calling it Miss Liz's Science Whiz. <laughs> it's actually pretty. It's actually pretty funny. It's pretty clever it's gonna too. Be good. Yeah, but everyone like we're still we're still going like, and we'll talk about that in a moment. Like what gyms and stuff can do to continue just providing service and and value to to their members during this time because you know I'm sure. I, I mean I don't know. It's it's tough, you know. But there there are options out there. It's a whole new world. It's like the first time you drive somewhere and you're going using Google Maps. You don't recognize anything. Nothing looks familiar. Right. You're still going where you need to go, and you're probably doing. You're just doing the right thing, and you get there, and you're safe. But then the next time you drive that path, it's like it's no big deal. We're yeah, going it's down. Yeah, just recent, it's, recent, yeah, it's recent the trips. First time we've ever really done this. I mean, to this extent, for sure, for a lot of us. Uh, the previous yeah, outbreaks, and- I, they might not have been handled um, as as good as they should. To say yeah. not to get into politics or anything, but um. <laughs> the way this is being handled is uh is done to mitigate every the spread of the disease. And, right. And the way I look at it, it's like they're they're taking a better safe than sorry approach because yeah. you know, you and I are both in our mid mid late ish thirties and you know, we've been through a couple of of virus outbreaks and, and 
even like terrorist activity and yeah. stuff like that. I was thinking like about the anthrax scare and like the, the early or the late nineties. Um, but like H1N1 and, you know, avian flu and all that other stuff. Yeah, swine flu. Uh, yeah. Which, which we never were ordered to stay at home, right. you know, and, and technically and not, those viruses, they, they weren't as communicable as this one. Right. They, they killed um, too fast and they didn't have the incubation period that this one does to be able to yeah. keep spreading like it is. And also they're saying that they, that a lot of cases are asymptomatic. So you wouldn't even, yeah, know, you even know technically. Yeah. If you, if you have it and you could spread it to someone who may contract it and be very, very ill, you know, like my parents, for example, my dad's 80 years old, my mom's 70. They say, wow. Oh my gosh, my parents are getting up there, yeah. but they're, I mean, they're, pretty pretty at risk i would say in terms of like if you're they were contracted disease like this and it hit them full force then you know it could be <laughs> very bad <laughs> yeah especially if there's other un underlying conditions like uh lung issues breathing problems yeah pul was it pulmonary for sure i'm not a doctor yeah, pulmonary. <laughs> <laughs> but i play one on yeah. tv <laughs> i've been to the doctor's office <laughs> yeah not recently but i mean it's, okay. it's, as far as as far as what we we were doing, like when all this stuff was happening, um, we're we're part of a kind of a collection of gym. I guess our our gym is like a studio, right? Where there's us with the weightlifting, which yes. has a designated space. There's the aerial gymnastics, which has a designated space, <clears throat> and then the CrossFit, which has their own space. And we operate independently, but we're all together, like under the same roof. Right. So. We, we had a meeting as soon as we got back from, I actually, I think I took a call at the Arnold while we were discussing what we were going to do and like plans and stuff like that as owners of the businesses. Um, so we were kind of ahead of it when it, when all the craziness happened. So we had like a contingency plan in place, Good. but, um, you know, it's, we stayed open as long as we could and we took like heavy, heavy precautions where everyone was cleaning everything. And, you know, I, we all limit our, our class sizes so that since there's three organizations, we all have class for, classes running at the same time. So we limited all, all of our class sizes to fall within the, however many they were saying couldn't be in one building at one time, you know, well, I think at the time it was like 60 people or something, uh, or, uh, no, it was a hundred people or less, which is why our event got canceled, which we'll, I'll talk about in a moment. Right. <clears throat> So we limited our capacity and then we made plans to continue virtually and, and, you know, have some at home program tracks and then the normal tracks for people who had access to equipment and then like live zoom classes and all kinds of, of crazy stuff that we've never really done before. You know, we've done remote coaching, but never like to this, to this level. Yeah, And you had to learn fast. Like it was, yeah, like, well, we have to sure. start now and I, I might not know how to do it, but gosh darn, I'm going to learn it fast. Yeah, for yeah, definitely. And you know, the, the Cigar City CrossFit are running like twelve classes a week and we're doing we're doing one and one or two a day, um, and still keeping up with the remote coaching kind of thing. Um, but we we knew eventually the, the gym was gonna be ordered to close. Um, but we stayed open as long as we could with all those precautions already in place, the cleaning, the distancing, the limiting of, of class sizes. But we knew I personally knew it was <laughs> Like we had an event scheduled for April 11th, which is the Tampa Bay Spring Classic Three, mm -hmm. which was going to be awesome. Um, and then the city of Dunedin came down and said, "We're canceling all events, all yeah. the way through." I think at that time it was you know 30 to 60 days out. 
which included, which impacted our event, right? So <clears throat> we're still, I'm still going through the process with Eventbrite and what that looks like for refunds and, and all that stuff, which uh, the coming soon. But <clears throat> I knew when that was shut down, uh, everything else was coming soon, you know? But we got the order as as gyms to close down, I think it was the 20, the 20th, the f- last Friday. Yeah, so it we've was, was kind of recent. And I read, yeah, I read that order too, just to make sure. I wanted to make sure that everything. I wanted to see what it said, and it said, uh, "Yeah, gyms like CrossFit, not they didn't say the word CrossFit, but large gyms that are on their own, like LA Fitness or CrossFit gyms, are to be uh, clo- to close their doors temporarily. But gyms inside, yes. like hotels uh, or gyms with a limit that already have a limit of ten people, like small gyms in an apartment mm-hmm. complex or something, those can those can still run." But I, right. I would expect and, those and also, managers to spray everything with disinfectant often. Oh, for sure. And also uh, gyms that are attached to police stations and fire stations. Yeah, that's you know. uh, Because those are those are essential personnel, those right? They're all the first responders. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But all every other type of gym is ordered to shut down effective uh, Jan- oh, not January 20th, March 20th. My goodness. This is how much the days are blending together. I don't even know yeah. what month it is anymore. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's it's crazy times, and you know, as far and what what what's happening on on your end with with work? Are you guys shut down or? Uh, we're we're working our way there. Basically, the yeah. base. We went. There's two different conditions that well, there's a bunch, but the normal force protection condition is usually an alpha, low level threat, no threat. And then we move the force protection Bravo, uh, and health condition Bravo. Bravo being level two of four. And okay. then, uh, recently, the Secretary of Defense put an order out for every base in the Department of Defense to move to health protection, health condition Charlie, which is third or fourth, Delta being the highest, and Delta being yeah. mission critical personnel only and residents allowed on the base. They might not even be allowed to leave the base. Um, now, what I do, I'm uh, I work in facility management, and it, I would take care of a 270,000 square foot building with over 1,800 occupants. So I'm working my butt off to make sure every common surface on the doors, stairwells, rails, we got cell phone boxes, our turnstiles coming in. Uh, I'm making sure all those are sanitized as often as I can. I got a big spray bottle I walk around with. It takes me about an hour just to do a walkthrough and hit all these surfaces. And I'll do it once or twice a day when I'm there. And right now my schedule, it's tough because of what we do and what my – Coworkers, there's only four of us right now. My supervisor was immediately put in preventative quarantine because of his uh, underlying conditions, and and then our another our plumber was put in preventative quarantine. It's indefinite. At least through April, they're going to be out. So we're down wow. to our electrician, our carpenter, our HVAC heating, venting, and air conditioning guy, and me, which is I'm kind of an overall master of none jack of all type guy they're very specific they, they they still do a lot of higher level stuff that i'm really not allowed to do or shouldn't do they're licensed to do things that i can't do but right regardless right. we split our team into two uh everybody else in our division they're doing a week on week off type of thing while we're in condition charlie if it moves to delta they'll probably go two week on two week off do an automatic quarantine um which is basically a pay period two weeks but we're gonna we yeah. have to stick to our day on day off, just because we can't have our electrician or our heating and air guy gone for a week. 
if something goes mm-hmm. wrong with those systems, they need to be there to to remedy it. So that's why we're doing day on, day off. And we're going to continue with that. Uh, we're all on the mission critical list, so we're allowed to go on the base and you know just go straight to work. That's yeah. really it for me. Then yeah, just all the extra precautions I'm doing to make sure if anybody in the building suspects that they or someone else might be infected or showing symptoms. Uh, we have procedures to quarantine the office for at least a week. And uh, yeah, it's getting a little hairy. We've already had uh, two confirmed cases at CENTCOM, Central Command. Wow. Yeah. One of them is right around the corner from me. But yeah. But he, the, the good news is for both those cases, they did not come to work. The one guy was flying back from somewhere, and uh, he felt symptoms, immediately notified his supervisor, phoned ahead. He never went to work. They got tested right away, and he's been quarantined since. The other guy, same thing. He, they never went to work after they awesome. thought that. Yeah, so so thank goodness for that. <laughs> right, right. We're still <laughs> doing wasn't a case of. Yeah, it wasn't one of those things where it's like, man, I'm bored. I'm just going to go to work because I got no. nothing to do. And then oh, uh, and just like cough all over everything. And the people <laughs> that are on the alternating week on, week off, and also myself that's on alternating days, we are absolutely not allowed to go to work on our day off, namely because we'd be cross-contaminating. That's that's all the idea is to right. split the entire workforce into two. That way, I mean, yeah, you got you still got half of a workforce working and the other half too. And it, yeah, they're not taking any chances because I mean we're already down to minimum manning. And should yeah, for sure. should I be taken out or any one of my coworkers? We're in some hot water. <laughs> we are in some hot water. So yeah. so we're just taking every. I'm washing my hands like crazy. That soap they had the Arnold. Remember that peppermint tea tree soap? Oh yeah, I do. I bought yep. that. <laughs> I you love do? it too. I love it. I bought a bottle for Liz. I mailed it to her, and I bought. Two for me, one for each bathroom. <laughs> that's so funny. I Dude, remember you were washing your hands. Amazing. Man, this is great. Yeah. They're like, don't touch your <laughs> face. I'm like, got- I can't. <laughs> it smells so then good. We got, back to the, we got back to the room and you sent on Discord the Amazon link to the soap. I was like, wow, okay, he's really going to buy this stuff. <laughs> exactly. I said, Patrick, they yeah. have a 64-ounce jug. <laughs> I'm getting it now. This stuff is amazing. We could post the link in the show. I don't know. This is really good soap. I highly recommend it. It'll make you want to wash your hands. That's so funny. Yeah. Work's being a little Uh, uh, just, I mean, we're taking it in stride. It can be a little stressful sometimes. Um, Right. But it's nice having every other day off. (laughs) So the the joke is like if I'm at work on a Tuesday, I'm like, man, long day. I I don't think I'm going to come in tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yeah, I mean, it's a, for most people. I think we're all still kind, of, you know, working to some capacity. Uh, unfortunately, like the the majority of what we do is is uh, like in the gym kind of thing. Um, but we do, you know, we've made our our remote coaching available to everybody who wants to use it. Uh, like I said, we we are doing the flexibility and mobility classes and stuff like that too. So, yeah, that's yeah, really cool kind to of see. Adapting. Yeah, everyone's everyone's kind of adapting, and you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of effects that we're feeling, uh, just e- even at the national level of USA weightlifting, um, which is, you know, kind of heartbreaking. But you know, we understand that that measures have to be taken, and you know, we'll come back. Uh, you know, 2021, 2021 yeah. will be the year. <laughs> I'm thinking of like you know, I, so. I, I really, I used to make fun of like P90X and Tybo and Billy Banks and all that stuff, just joke on it. But right. I think. 
in this time of this situation, they are perfect. They are exactly what oh, the yeah. doctor ordered for at-home fitness. Oh, man, I actually have Stair the P90X stepper. video. Yeah, didn't do it. The TRX, if you have one. I mean, yeah. Yeah, this is the time. Yeah. What a time to be alive. What a time. Yeah, we have a like a bare bones weightlifting gym set up in the garage, too. So uh, we kind of broke that out and have been doing what we can out there. But, you know, we don't, you know. Work it. <laughs> We're doing what we can. Yeah, yeah. doing what we can with what we've got. And I think that's that's everyone right now, so something's better than nothing. You can get by with squats, push presses and pulls. Right. That's, that's really uh, all. Yeah. Really there's, doing. there's a lot that's, that's happening with USA weightlifting. Just recently the, the nationals was postponed. So that was supposed to happen the first weekend of May Yep. or for one of the first uh, portion of May, whenever the first or second week. Here. I'm going to merge on over to, our, to my calendar and you can see, but I'll, right, I'll go through everything that was canceled first. Okay. The Arnold that was almost canceled. I was supposed to, the weekend Almost. after I was supposed to go to Alabama to uh, film a show. My buddy was going to film a show his first ever, and I was going to help him do that. I was going to fly into New Orleans, and then we were going to drive to uh, no, Mississippi to Gulfport. Either way, yeah, he we canceled that just because New Orleans was getting to be worse than it already was. Weekend <laughs> after that, my buddy Timmy he uh, survived lung cancer. So every year they do a uh, Celebration of Life chili cookout. I've been missing it for the last, like, six years. I've never been to it because I've just been busy. Oh, There's no. some, always something going on yeah. where i got to travel. This year I, I wasn't traveling. I was like, yes, dude, I am so going. And my parents are going to be in town. They're going to come to Friday. Canceled. <laughs> so I was like, dang it. <laughs> oh, no. This weekend, or the cornhole tournament on the 22nd, I was going to cover a cornhole tournament. That was going to be great. Uh, oh, wow. Canceled. Yeah. Volleyball this weekend. Canceled. <laughs> yep. Uh, next weekend was going to be collegiate nationals for team handball, USA team handball. Canceled, postponed. The New York gala event for USA weightlifting, canceled, not postponed. That's just canceled. Yeah. Um, TBAC was in, TBSC was in here too on the April 11. Yeah. I took that off my calendar. Um, <laughs> Masters nationals, I think, was in April. Yeah. 16, 16 to. 16 yeah, to 20, I already moved 20, that because that was postponed. What's next? Cinco de Mayo. I mean, we're just, we're just going to go from four to six. We're skipping five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, at the beginning of May, Team USA, was it? USA Team Handball Nationals, Open Nationals, postponed slash canceled. Not canceled. They're going to postpone it. Yeah. National Weightlifting, can't postponed. Uh, haven't heard anything about the Europa event. The Ape Squad meet that we're doing there, that's a two-day meet. No, I'd imagine I that is, that's that going to be postponed or canceled because that's just like a mini Arnold. Uh, yeah. Pan Am's Masters, <laughs> probably postponed or canceled. Done. So. I mean, and then Youth, Pan Am's, possibly, I think they said that is postponed or canceled. Oh, man. AO2 yeah, might be postponed. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get to St. Louis for July 4th so we can have a reception, a wedding reception. Uh, yeah, we're we're trying to get to, yeah, same. And we're trying to get to to Europe on the first week of June. Man, it's gonna be rough. So, yeah, I just oh, yep. there's a big one: Olympics, Tokyo, Japan, postponed. Done. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Here, basically, everything at, uh, from now from like the next four months out is postponed or canceled, and and yeah, it's just like well, shoot. I, I, I'm glad I didn't leave my government job 
yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I still yeah, want to. I still want to move full time into doing media production, live streaming, photos, all that. Uh, clearly, now is just not the right time. Right, right. Uh, yeah, that's uh, all this stuff getting postponed. It's just, uh, I mean, <laughs> hopefully it'll come back. I, I mean, they're rolling the nationals into the American Open finals in December, right? Which is going to create a mega, mega, mega nationals. <laughs> it's going to be so cool. So, I think Phil said yeah. you could do one, the other, or both. Right. If you qualify for both, you can do it. Yeah, it's like unis and U25s, which those qualifying okay. totals right, are right, the right. exact same. Yeah. But if you hit the nationals total, and obviously if you hit that one, you exceed the AO, series, or AO finals one, then you can compete in both if you pay for both. That'd you know, be really I, cool. I imagine you have, to, you have to register for both. Like you do U25s. But I mean, there I think there were people who did juniors, U25s, and uh universities all in one but you technically could that's gonna be exciting they were all three together because yeah for sure ao finals is like mini nationals now it's also nationals (laughs) every athlete that is an athlete will be there Uh, it's gonna be really fun yeah it's gonna be a hot and now for sure and now that that that's canceled the nationals and basically everything else this is a lot of training time you know, mm-hmm. you basically got half the year now to train for the Nationals slash American Open Finals. So, and, then, and do you know anything about the qualifying procedure that they're doing for USA for the Nationals? Right. Uh, you can do it online. You yeah. You were going to record your lifts. They will be judged by judges. Mm-hmm. They got to be reviewed. You have to show the. It's kind of like how they did the CrossFit Open. You got to show the weights, um, mm-hmm. prove that they weigh that much. You got to show your body weight. And there has to be a timestamp, I believe, on the video to show that there was at least an hour between snatches and clean and jerk. Yeah. And uh, you could just show one lift, too, and and have that be your total. Yeah, I've been seeing the tags and stuff on, on Insta. It's just people, like, posting their, their stuff, too. But I think there's you have to submit it somehow. I don't, I don't know a ton about it, but I did see a little bit. I'm pretty you sure know, you still have to be at least in making it available. And mm-hmm. you, have to, like, you can't use a giant belt. And all the other things, right? Anything you, would... yeah, you have to videotape, video yourself like walking onto the scale, your yeah. official body weight, all that stuff. It's, so. it's pretty in depth, and I know people have already qualified that way. Now the qualification period has not changed; they have extended registration, mm-hmm. so you can, yeah, and register late and not pay a fee. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's there's a couple other things that that are going on. I have this uh, email printed out directly from from Phil Andrews, who sent out to all USAW clubs and coaches uh, that are basically things that they're trying to do to help. Oh, there we go. All right, sweet. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about these real quick. Uh, the first thing is an impact survey, which you can click on and do if you own a club. Uh, you can basically say, uh, you know, like how this is impacting you and then they'll they'll basically send you information on on what you can do in terms of like government aid because there are some uh stimulus packages or or loans available for small businesses uh, that you may be eligible for and i believe there are zero percent loans like no penalty for for 30 years Mm -hmm. 30 years i think i believe so is what i is what i read uh, something like that. So you could get up to like two, $2.5 million loan for 0%. For if you got years. a good <laughs> business plan, I guess now is really the time. It may not seem like the time, but it is the time to secure that money. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Wow. No penalty. Jeez. Yeah. And I, I, and I wonder, yeah, I wonder, cause I, like I've been, I've been back and forth on that because like, I, I think even for a couple months, I think we'll, we'll, we'll be just fine in terms of, you know, financial status as a business kind of thing. Um, 
but I, I don't foresee this. Hopefully it doesn't extend past a few months, but you know, I just, for me personally, I hate accruing debt. <laughs> well, <laughs> so here's the even, problem. Even, like you can hope, but as they say, hope's not a plan. So it's better to have a plan. Right. For sure. No, for sure. And like we, like I said, we do have some steps in place, but as, as far as like small business loans, that's kind of like, that's kind of last resort. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find sure, ways to make it us. back. We, we can work together and, uh, and do this type of we can, we can start a whole thing dude don't worry we'll make it yeah happen. yeah um and then this uh corona relief package i had some, uh, had some details on this real quick coronavirus relief package update and let us blah 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 go ahead yeah so this is this is called the cares act c-a-r-e-s is an acronym that stands for coronavirus aid relief and economic security act and basically, if you filed an income tax return in 2018 and 2017, you are eligible for a one-time check of, of $1,200 for individuals. Nice. And that's just going to be sent directly to you. Um, and it is just free. Well, not free money, but it comes out of you know our, our taxes. You, you paid for that money. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is a nice little, a little return if you've never gotten a tax return before. Speaking of taxes, but yeah, um, it's, it's been extended to July. Yeah, I was just, thank God because I was like slowly working on it, and then everything hit the fan, and I'm like, oh God, I July fifteenth if... <laughs> is the new tax day for no, 2020. That's, that's perfect. That's like a a mini extension. I usually file for an extension and file in October yeah. every year. So. <laughs> I've done that before, <laughs> and like the day before yeah, it's supposed to be submitted, I'm sitting there like, oh crap, I gotta get this done. Yeah. Well, because we always have to pay back as as at least my yeah. my personal returns, I have to pay back a little bit, and I'm like, you you'll get your money <laughs> when it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> I will wait when it's convenient for me. Thank you. Yeah, but as far as small business support, it looks like 350 billion in federally guaranteed uh, SBA 7A loans to businesses with under 500 employees and some franchises are available. Uh, and there's like some forgiveness programs if you're uh, available to maintain payroll and you know, all these were sent out by, by Phil Andrews this is a PDF, uh, I guess from, I don't know where this came. Oh, the, uh, like the unemployment office. I'm not sure where this came from. Hmm. looks like a government doc. <clears throat> but yeah. There's, there's a lot of stuff that all small businesses uh, specifically are eligible for. Uh, you just got to look around, you know, and, and Phil's doing a great job and the USA weightlifting also of making these, these resources available. There is a, a COVID-19 updates page that they've published. Um, yes. Let me find that real quick. It's a really, really, really long link. Otherwise I ignore my bad typing. Who just, whoever just watched that. <laughs> I'm on a little keyboard with big fingers. Postpone. Yeah. They got a, update. Oh, there it is right there. Oops, sorry. With that virus. Boom. March 25th, that was three days ago as of this recording. Yep. Championships postponed until December. But yeah, keep an eye on this stuff. Yeah, it's just a running list of everything that's happening pertaining to USA Weightlifting. Also keep an eye on their Instagram page and stories. They are constantly, Phil is always doing the, hey, ask me something. Ask me a question. Ask mm -hmm. me anything. AMA with he Phil. Really, really does actually respond and it's awesome yeah it's like even if he gets the same question four times he responds differently with the same <laughs> passion as he as the one before right for sure like each one's unique uh but yeah USA definitely make use working it man i'll tell you what yeah i mean they're staying they got that keep lifting initiative too which they're posting daily workouts which 
you know, I know a lot of people, there's a lot of free workouts out there now, uh, which we, we are doing one as well, uh, a keep pulling at home body weight workout track. Uh, but there's this, you know, if you have a broomstick or something and you can, you have like little challenges they're doing and like we're doing challenges with our people also. So it's a little, little ways to keep people engaged. And, you know, yeah. we, we all thrive on social interaction and, and we're, that's basically been stripped away from all of us for very good reason. But, you know, even, even us introverts have, have need a little bit. It's kind of one of those things. It's like, <laughs> I don't want it. Uh, well, that, then you're fine. But when you, someone tells yeah. you, you can't have it. You never wanted it more. Yeah. Or when they tell you you can't leave your house full of three people and you're like, I just want to close myself in my office <laughs> and die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's man. pretty tough. Like uh, Liz, my wife is up in New York, the epicenter of this pandemic in the United States. Wow. And uh, she can't come here and I can't go there. Yeah. And I was like, I, we want to visit each other, darn it, but we, we just cannot do that. If she were to come here, uh, directives from Defense Intelligence Agency would put me in a 14-day quarantine immediately. <laughs> anybody Dang. coming into contact with anybody who's been through or from New York recently, you were immediately in a yeah. two-week quarantine no matter what. So I'd be out of work yeah. for two weeks. Now, I I still get paid. Like It's kind of the perks to be a government worker. They really look out for their employees. All these extra days off that I have, it's administrative leave, so I'm still being paid for that. Um, but still, taking I, I was like, Liz... She really wanted to come here. I was like, you just can't because if you come here, I'm out for two weeks, period. And that will greatly impact uh, what we do at work. And Because we're both really technically in the service. She's in the Coast Guard, so she's active mm -hmm. duty. But I'm also still, I swore an oath to serve the people of the country. And I, so they kind of come first. And we both rec recognize that. And so sure. we're doing our due diligence to <laughs> to make the sacrifice, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want that. Don't want that quarantine. I just, I, I, I envision like a, what's that movie? 28 days later, or, uh, oh. I don't know. One of those zombie movies where oh. like there's an outbreak and they put you in like this tent and everyone's visiting you in like these big oh, God. suits, you know, <laughs> the Tyfex suits. Right, some, right, exactly. some good news. I, I thought I had a box of paper towels in the garage. Turns out it was like 30 rolls of toilet paper. Oh man, you sell them <laughs> on the black market right now? I know you need some. Like, I should have brought you some. I found <laughs> well, them this we, morning. We, we actually found some at Publix a few days ago. There were two oh, cool. packs left. There was a twelve pack, and, or I'm sorry, there's a six pack and a twelve pack. And BJ grabbed that twelve pack. And we're like, thank <laughs> God. <laughs> He's walking around the thing like this. Don't touch me. Yeah, well, it's funny because we dropped him off and he ran in and he came out and I swung around to pick him up and he was like holding it like this and then he like had his knife out. It was just like standing <laughs> here like, don't, I will cut somebody if they come up oh and try God. to steal my toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Jokingly, of course. Yeah. It's a dope violence. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, back to this email now. What are we missing here? The club yeah, yeah. membership um, freeze. What is that? So there... Th I think last year USA Weightlifting moved to monthly dues. Instead of paying for a year, you can pay monthly towards your that's your, right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, your, your membership. membership, your club, your club sanction, and or your USA Weightlifting membership. So all of the the monthly dues for it looks like March, April, and May have been frozen, uh, which is was awesome. You know, so because a lot of even though a lot of people. Are there's still people are out of work. Uh, you know, think of the service industry. We have friends that work in restaurants and bars or bartenders and, and all that kind of thing, which they, I mean, zero, zero work. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
So that that's definitely a, a huge help because I mean, that's, I, I would imagine between like 10 and $30 a month that, you know, between the, the club dues and, and or membership. So that's every little bit helps is, uh, you know, the way I think about it. I agree. So, yeah, it's, and they it's made the little uh, things that they're doing that make it for big, sure. That's a lot of little things making one big difference. Mm-hmm. And uh, this online course uh, instructor pool, I don't know much about this instructor pool, but I did see that they moved uh, the uh, level one courses to being online now. So for for level one courses that were scheduled during these shutdown periods, you can now just go online and, and do it, which I saw a few people. Uh, Kobe Rhodes, one of them who did his oh, level cool. one. Yeah, so he's now a certified coach. Uh, I think yeah. I saw Kristen Pope uh, and Good. some other, you know, high higher level lifters either now or at some point going back and doing that. Uh, yeah, that's good because yeah, there's going to be a lot yeah. more uh, coaches or level one, level two coach yeah. people out there now because a lot of times it's being able to get to a, a live class might have been difficult. Right. Scheduled or or just like, yeah, or just having the time to do it. You know, it's just, you know, not that we have a ton of downtime, but some people have a ton of downtime. So they're making the best of it. Uh, COVID-19 COVID-19 relief fund jinx. Yeah, that's (laughs) (laughs) always delayed. So (laughs) I'm going to pull this up on the recording. It'll be live or in sync. (laughs) Yeah, this is, this is actually a, a donation fund that I think goes to the USA weightlifting national office. And I I don't know exactly how they're going to distribute this, but your funds will go to, maybe that's what that service is about. Clubs are being impacted and then maybe they'll weigh, how you know whoever gets this how, by based on however criteria i don't know but your donations go to usa Radio thing and this is some kind of relief fund where they're going to distribute accordingly whatever that means that's pretty cool let me uh, i'd fill it yeah. out but i have to put my address live so i will do it later and it will be for this 26 dollars. yeah uh, yeah, which part of that relief fund is they reached out to LWC. LWC means Local Weightlifting Committee, which is basically the board of directors for any given state. So Florida is LWC number 14, and the seven of us who are on the board, uh, the, the officers got an email that said, um, hey, here's this relief fund. Also, if you're willing to donate, or not donate, but like give a portion of your funds to any clubs in need, then that's always an option. Uh, unfortunately, like we had a call and it's just, it, it comes out of our own budget, uh, from, for, as an organization. And unfortunately we kind of decided that if we were to split what we could appropriate, it would just, it would not be enough for there are 57 active clubs in the state of Florida wow. and say we had like, say we had like $5,000 that we could split, you know, that we could yeah, it's like, s- like siphon 10, off. 10 bucks, yeah. It's like hundred bucks or something. Like yeah. That. It's. It's, it's, it wasn't a lot. And, and so we decided it's like, you know, rather than trying to decide which clubs get it and which clubs don't, or dividing it equally in the amount of like $40, which would be literally nothing in terms of, uh, you know, operating expenses for gyms and, and rent or anything like that. Uh, we did, we opted not to, but we, we submitted a proposal to USA Weightlifting, which I won't go into detail of what that was, but ways to relieve, um, financial expenses and stuff like that for current club owners. Uh, so we're, we're, we had some ideas that we did propose, uh, and, but it is not just a blanket, like $40 to everybody <laughs> because we feel like that <laughs> wouldn't be enough, you know? 
So we, we proposed something that we felt like would be more meaningful and beneficial, uh, which stay tuned, big things coming. <laughs> oh, fine. I like when you say that. Because we say it every yeah, every trying, episode. <laughs> I know we're, we're trying to do our part, and you know ways that that could be supportive uh, without financially impacting the state of Florida further. You know. Yep. So because Florida's on the way to being locked down too, our cases are growing. I mm-hmm. don't remember if we're like I think we're like fifth in the nation, maybe. But there's a big really? gap between here. I, here's the thing, and I've been saying this for weeks now. Once those testing kits were gonna be widely available we're going to see cases go up like crazy because now there's positive cases and and also negative ones too but the good thing it is it it lowered the uh perceived death rate of the of from the virus because it raised the amount of cases the deaths really stayed the same or stayed on their constant curve while the numerator denominator went up so lower percentage yeah I thought you said I thought you said Tomb Raider. <laughs> he said Denominator. Well, the tumor, the Terminator Tomb Raider. Uh, yes. uh, we were doing Arnold voices for a good week. <laughs> Just to oh, circle yeah, well, back to the Arnold. Come on. I'm here. Yeah, infect me. Come on. <laughs> there he is. Get to the camera. <laughs> Get to the ventilator. I shouldn't joke about this stuff. <laughs> no, I know, but it was it was a, a definitely a, a, a source of comic relief where we were all doing our best Arnold impressions. Oh, yeah. And you know, when he came in the room, like I've always wanted to meet Arnold Schwarzenegger, and like that was my that was my only thing. I don't know, I know, but he rolled into the room where we were in with like this posse of like twenty yeah. people, guards, and he came down and sat down. Yeah, sat down front and center, right behind your station, which uh, right was like, next Damn to it. it. Yeah, they Mark can yeah. put the table right next to him. Like, what are you doing? Oh, Arnold's going to sit here. I said, <laughs> Oh man, yeah. And I was still shooting a session, and I was like, Dave, just hit these buttons real quick. I got to go. I got to go get close. So Thanks to Discord, we were able to quickly synchronize our rotation, <laughs> so all of us got a chance to photograph Arnold. Yeah, like Dave, just cover cover like three lifters for me because I was like, I'm gonna do my best to get up close and redo that thing that scene from Terminator where they do the high five. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, I'll give you twenty bucks, Arnold. Dude, let's do it on the video right now. You ready? All right, ready. Give me that. Let me get set. All right, bring it in. Or I gotta do my right hand. Sorry. There you go. Uh, My right hand's too close. Ugh, Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> What's the matter? The CIA got you pushing too many pencils? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> For the people listening, you need to check out the live stream, which we're going to be doing a little more often now that we are, uh, quote-unquote, separated by law. Yeah, exactly. And also, if you're born in 2000 or later and you've not seen the movie Predator, what are you, you should doing? go What are you that? even doing with your life? <laughs> You got time off. Watch every Predator, every Arnold. Yeah, which it's it's a great one. This is pre-governor days. <laughs> Post-bodybuilding pre-governor. This is a handball for Team Handball, by the way. This is what they use. Oh, nice. Oh, it looks and like it, a mini soccer ball. It's a little deflated right now. I'd need to pump it up. But yeah, They got oh, some weight, man. dude, and they wing this thing 50, yeah. 60 miles an hour. What, okay, so how does handball work? Not to get super off topic, but do you throw it? Do you hit it? You throw it. It's like uh, ultimate okay. frisbee with a ball, kind of. You can take steps. Oh, nice. You can check, push. I mean, there's certain things you can't do, but everything's really just called a foul. Uh, you, there's a line <clears throat> that you you can't go past with your feet, but you can jump, throw the ball midair, and whip it into the goal, which is actually sizable. And there is a goalie, and the goalie just nice. kind of 
I'm not making fun of the sport, but it looks like they don't really do anything. <laughs> they just kind of stand there and flail their arms and hope that it hits them and doesn't go in the net. So how big is the net? Is it like a soccer soccer net? It's at least or six like a hockey tall, net. and man, maybe it's maybe seven by six, seven foot wide. Okay, so it'd be hard yeah, to I think stop a, soccer... a shot, especially the way they do it. I mean, these guys run, jump, dive in, curve. and wait till the last second before they hit the ground to just do some kind of thing. And in the open nationals, like in collegiate, they just use a raw ball like this. There's no tacky yeah. on the ball at the open nationals they cover it and like stick them i mean you can hold the ball like this and it'll stick to your hand so when they're throwing it back and forth i mean they're catching it and just like really hard passes catching it one hand and and not only that they'll throw the ball and spin it put spin on it so when it hits the ground it changes direction immensely yeah they'll throw it like outside the goal with side spin and it goes around the goalie Oh, man. And uh, games will okay, go so like 30, 40 points uh, per side. And I really <laughs> – the goalie, I don't really look at it as they're stopping a shot. I think they're just preventing – it's kind of like getting an extra goal when they stop a shot. Because you could be – it's reasonable reasonable to assume that your team's going to score if they have the ball and they're going towards the net. <laughs> So speaking of, speaking of random off-topic uh, sports, how are you at table tennis? I'm very good. Okay, nice. Yeah. Well, Liz and I discovered that we're ultra competitive. She's very good. And I played tennis for like 14 years, so I'm decent at table tennis. <laughs> like I played actual tennis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we got a pretty heated when we went to Disney a couple weekends ago and we stayed at one of the, the, the hotels on site. They have like this outdoor table tennis thing. Um, That's tough outside with and- the wind. Yeah, and I think our next big purchase, which it's like a hundred dollars, is going to be a table tennis. <laughs> oh, dude! Is it going to be like a fold-up one where you can store it? Yeah, most likely. Yeah, just for storage sake, uh, which we'll probably keep on our on our back lanai. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely going to invest in one of well, those. I'll give you some forewarning. But, uh, um, when every time I went to Qatar to work there for anywhere between three to nine months, I've been, I've done it about I don't know eight or nine times. Every time I go, I bring all eight or so of my ping pong paddles. I call them ping pong paddles. All of my rackets, which I custom made. And uh, yeah. I play religiously. Really? religiously. <clears throat> yeah, well, so it, it jogged my memory when you said, yeah, when you said spin and when it hits the table, it kicks off a different direction because I guess oh, yeah. like uh, that's that's how I was uh, frustrating Liz because I would like hit a cut shot. Yeah. It would come off the table and then spin off her, off yep. of her paddle. I'll like some wicked serves, opposite man. Direction. Yeah. Uh, which my father-in-law is listening right now, I guess. And he's like, how do I ask questions? And then we started talking about table tennis. He's like, I will crush you. <laughs> <laughs> I will break you. Was it Ivan Drago? <laughs> yeah, which which Ike is, Ike is super competitive and, you know, was an athlete uh, his whole life too. So <laughs> we're, we'll throw right. down. We'll throw down, Ike. <laughs> Do some round-robin tournaments when we're able yeah, to. <laughs> for sure. But, yeah, that's that's coming next. Yep, I uh, love but yeah, I think tennis. that's... I think that's all we have in terms of the the COVID nineteen stuff. Unless, uh, I well, mean, we, I don't we know. got what? some oh. preventative measures you can do. Steps forward, right? Um, uh, one one thing. Uh, yeah, I had that scrolled off of my screen, so I totally missed that. But one thing I did. Um, so we, like I said in the last podcast, were chosen again for the second year in a row to be a community development training site oh, with yeah. USA Weightlifting. 
And one thing I did to, to kind of like pool information or try to anyway was uh, I started a Facebook group uh, for just the, the community development sites because even though we're all sites individually, we're very far apart. We're in different regions of the, of the United States. But I tried to, to bring it. And I think there's like 14 people in there already. I can't, I can't remember. Um, but just as a way for us to share information too, um, because I know probably clubs in our area or state or region will kind of like reach out and, or, you know, talk to us about stuff or like, I, I know I was checking in with gym owners that I knew who were friends of mine all the way out to California. Shout out to coach Toph. What's up dog? Yeah, buddy. Um, I got one of his yeah, long beach weightlifting. Up our videos too. Oh, nice. And then, you know, my buddy, Johnny, who runs uh, Redline Performance over in Baton Rouge, like we were just, we were all chatting via text and I was like, man, I should just make, a, there should be like a community, community group, <laughs> you know, community <laughs> training center, community group. So we can all just kind of share what's happening in our own regions. And, you know, I've been posting information and, and stuff in there and seeing what, uh, oh God, I figured out how to type in the live stream. <laughs> who did? Oh, uh, like, I'll take on Andy. So, take me on. Take me out to the <laughs> ball game. Okay. It's on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got tons of Jameson here. Not that I condone drinking, but. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically sponsored uh, yeah, by this, Jameson. <laughs> right. I mean, you should see our bar downstairs. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's that's one of the things, you know, just trying to, to bring people together and share information because I know, like, I don't know. It, it, it seems like all of the sites have been around for quite some time and we've been in the industry and the sport for quite some time. So we know the kind of the ins and outs or I'd like to think we do. And, you know, if people look to us for information, it'd be nice for us all to be speaking the same language and help people in our regions if they, if they require it, you know, even if it's like, Hey, what are you doing to stay active and afloat? And it's just like, Hey, we're doing ABCD, uh, you know, every day at five o'clock or whatever. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, that's something we're trying to, to get out you know, once, once it starts getting a little bit more traction, I know there's a couple active people in there who were ch chatting back and forth and, um, you know, I was going to tell Susie eventually be like, Hey, I don't know if you have Facebook, but I mean, if you want to see what's going on, we'd love to have, you know, kind of your ear too in here. That'd be fun. Cause we could bring her in as a guest. Yeah. Oh, Hey, yeah. Doing it this way. We have the ability to do so many guests. <clears throat> Whoever we want, whenever we want, whatever they want. We could just bring a Zoom call in on, on another window and just yeah. add 100 no. people in the Zoom call. We'll just do this. I tried Zoom with this. <laughs> Zoom, Zoom is like a Pinto, and this is like a Ferrari. Nice. I, I'm, well, I not, I'm not too impressed with Zoom. It's neat. You can have 20 people, but I cannot understand yeah. what they're saying, and this is what they look like. It's like two frames a second. Yeah. I, it's, I don't know it's if it's easy and yeah, it's it's easy. Like the the what do they call it? The learning curve is virtually zero. So yeah, it's, that, it's that's easy what's nice about it. Anybody can do it. I think that's why it's been adopted so widely. However, for sure, <laughs> I just don't like low quality things. That's why I opted to use yeah. my streaming software. Any what's? I'm, I'm digressing. Okay, yeah. looking forward. You have a lot to look forward to when we come out on the other end of this. Oh my God! Yeah, like I think people are realizing what they took for granted. Their mm -hmm. maybe their everyday life, really their job, their un everything that supports their something they may may not have liked before. Now they wish they had, right? Like an unruly Even if customer, it's... like say a waitress. Man, I hate when people come in and just 
bark at me. Now they're like, man, I wish someone would just yell at me at the, you know what I mean? Right. Even if it's just shaking hands with your neighbor. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> like we can't do that right now. It, it's hard so. not to. Like they, they yeah. wanted you to do the elbow thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to touch your elbow, first of all. Yeah, even even the the final days where we were, before we temporarily closed, you know, it's it's hard even in the gym, you know, as a coach or like teammates even, like if they hit a good lift, they're like, yeah, man, nice job. And they yeah, go like, for the high five and we're like, oh shit, we can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Rewind. Don't pull that bell to ring the PR. You got to hit it with your own mallet. <laughs> right. Like Don't throw, throw a piece of tape at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of difficult for humans that are, thrive on contact cannot have any human contact. Yeah, for sure. But it's for but the yeah, greater good. People are, are – you're seeing a side of humanity that we've never – our generation, people have just never really gotten to see before. It's everybody – you know, losing, maybe losing their jobs, losing their income, losing everything just to prevent their fellow humans from dying, getting sick and dying, from mm-hmm. stopping the spread of the disease. So it's a, yeah, it like, is a oh, wonderful time to be alive, to see like the humanity coming out. For sure. And, and people, I guess, coming together for a great, for a greater cause, uh, even if it means like, you know, financial distress and, and anything like that. I mean, that, that we can come out of, you know, if you, like I said, my parents, if I were to go visit my parents and I brought the virus to them and then oh, somehow my dad became ill. Right. Exactly. That's, that's a loss that you cannot recoup, you know? So, uh, there's, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. We just have to stay the course, you know, make a schedule for yourself, uh, implement, programs and stuff that will that will keep you moving if you're in the fitness industry and keep your athletes and members engaged and you know provide value to them and if you don't know how ask for help you know that's yeah. what community ask, is all ask about. your neighbor that's this is a time right. to really lean on the people next to you not physically but you know <laughs> yeah and it's yeah, it's, it's kind of unfortunate Right. And the unfortunate side is, is sometimes uh, gyms in, in, in close proximity can kind of see themselves as competitors and, you know, they don't want to kind of cross that bridge and be like, hey, can we like rise together on this? And it's like, this is above all that. Like yeah, we have to get past. This is a common, you know, any problem, right? Any signs of uh, I'm going to take your your member and I'm, I'm doing this better than you or anything like that. Like we're all serving the same, the same greater good. Uh, so, you know, ask for help. You know, well, yeah. that's why I was like trying my best to reach out to people to be like, you know, cause well, we need help too. And if, if, if we're conversing with other folks in the same industry, maybe an idea sparks that we didn't have before we spark an idea for someone else that didn't happen before. And then all of a sudden we're all moving better. And then we come out on this, on the other side of this and it's like nothing ever happened. People roll back into the gym and it's like, man, I missed you guys. All right, let's crush it. Yeah, I think <laughs> you know? people are going to find they can do more together than they ever could apart. Yeah. For sure, and that's gonna so. that's gonna stick going into the future. I think uh, there's a lot of underlying good that's gonna come from this, uh, community wise. Yeah, it's just gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna change the way we we have our perspective on uh, life in general. I guess. Yep, that's the that's the silver lining. So we can hope for the best and hope try to ensure the best. And, yeah, you know, every it's easy to get negative and it's easy to see the negatives of what of what's happening right now, but. Man, forget all that noise. <laughs> we don't need all that. Hater blockers. <laughs> Hater blockers on, right. Which is why... <laughs> nice. Lens caps. <laughs> Which is why I was like, yeah, we could easily postpone the podcast and, and not put any content out for weeks, uh, weeks at a time. And That's like, you know, I'm that continuing That doesn't help to, anybody. Yeah. 
No, not at all. And I'm, I'm continuing the posts of, of pictures of people at the gym just to kind of like, you know, obviously we haven't been in the gym in over a week, but you know, it's just kind of one of those reminders. It's like, Hey, we're going to be back here soon. You know, don't, don't go anywhere. I think we're it's not really going cool anywhere. to see how much you're actually doing now that you're mostly at home and, and can do all this, uh, digital networking. Cause I mean, before like you'd coach during certain times in a day. So you weren't always having the time to do stuff digitally and connect that way. But now you have so much right. time. I, I think you might even be surprising yourself just how much you're able to do. Like you've raised your output level substantially. And by the time you do start doing live coaching again, you'll be very well practiced. And like, I'm sure your workflow is very well refined by now that when sure. you are, when you do lose some sit down time, you'll still be able to utilize the time you had before in a much different fashion. Right. Yeah, like do this till nine, do this till ten, do this till eleven thirty, and yeah. then you know, cr yeah. And a lot of things that you're so doing now are still going to be in place, and it, you don't have right. to really create them. So you can just keep yeah, and vice versa too. Yeah, which other people when they're not in the office have to maximize their their time at home. You know, which is it's, I don't know if you if you guys out there are used to working from home, but it's it's pretty it's hard because you're you're at home. You're accountable to yourself only. Like if you have a cat or a dog, my cat especially will like come upstairs here and I'm upstairs here in my home office. Anyway, if you guys see uh, what's going on here. Um, but uh, yeah, my cat will just come up here, jump up in my lap. And then it's like 10 minutes go by and I'm like, Oh, I've been petting my cat for 10 minutes. <laughs> like <laughs> you, just, you just have to like be very focused and distractions are very easy. So, you know, that's, that's what the reg regimented workflow comes in. comes into play and it's like allocate the time for this, do this, have checklists and you know, just go through that way the first time i ever listed um my front office in the house as like office office space for tax tax deductions uh, i was reading the requirements and they're very specific like this is not a space you use for recreation at all this is strictly business and uh i was like wow okay <laughs> and now i've made this other room what used to be liz's business room is now my lab where i test stuff out and so I spent a lot of time in here too, in these, between these two little offices, working and yeah. testing and developing. Nice. Well, <laughs> good answer. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I was like uh -huh. doing three things at once. Right. That's, that's how my life goes. <laughs> but yeah, I need to get some of that sound dampening stuff in here. It's pr it's pretty sweet as a background. Yeah. It was cheap on Amazon. I too. know. I hate. I hate everything that's going on back here. I almost brought one of my banners and like hung it on the wall to just have a, a seamless background. That's like, funny. It's all so cluttered. All right, I think that's gonna close us out. What do you yes, think? Yes, sir. All right, I'm gonna. Yep, I think we're not to not to beat a dead virus, but yeah, I think we're we're there. <laughs> that's funny. All right, well, I'm gonna play us out with some uh, play us out music. All right. Well, thanks for listening to episode seven of the Keep Pulling podcast. Uh, as always, previous episodes are available on our website, keeppulling.com. And make sure to follow us on social media. We're at Keep Pulling and at Lifting Life on Instagram. If you like what you hear, drop us a review on iTunes. As always, iTunes, Spotify. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time. Adios. Adios.